Welcome back to the AGD podcast series. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Wes Blakesley. Looking back over my 40 years in dentistry, I can tell you that communication is the most undervalued aspect of our practices. I feel as a profession, we kind of take it for granted. My proof of this, the majority of new patients coming into my practice didn't leave their dentist because they had a problem with the dentistry they received. It had to do with how they were handled, how they were spoken to, and how the team interacted in their presence. It had to do with a breakdown of communications. Today, we're going to discuss the DISC personality assessment system with Dr. Rob McGuire, a leading expert in the field of dental office communications. Good morning, Rob. How are you? Good morning, Wes. I'm fine. Thank you for having me this morning. Uh, this is going to be great. Welcome to the podcast. And uh, Thank you. You know, I'd like, before we begin, uh, to tell us, have you tell us a little bit about your background in dentistry. Sure, I'd be happy to do that. So I got my doctorate at Georgetown University back in 1984, and then I, I was a Navy veteran. I was stationed at Paris Island, South Carolina, Marine Corps boot camp with about 50 other dentists. And uh, so that was a great part of my career. And then I was an associate dentist with a, another, uh, uh, he was actually my hometown dentist back in Nashville, New Hampshire. I did that for three years. And then I bought a practice in a little town in New Hampshire, Wolfboro, New Hampshire, and I practiced there for, for 28 years. So as I said, I got my dental degree at Georgetown. And then back in uh, 2000, I got a master's degree in uh, strategic communication and leadership from Seton Hall. Uh, so that was, my, that was my dental career. I'm uh, past president of New Hampshire Dental Society. I was very involved with uh, them over the years. For 15 years, I was a mediator and uh, chairman of our component uh, peer review committee. And it was really there, Wes, where I saw all the mishaps of communication. So it wasn't not only in my own practice life, but it was also um, through my work as a, as a peer review mediator. Uh, presently, I'm owner of Dental Dynamic Communications. I'm a speaker, coach, consultant, and uh, I'm also a certified trainer in the DISC personality assessment system, something that I love and I'm passionate about, and it was a real game changer for me uh, in my private practice life. So that's a bit about me. Married for 37 years, have three daughters, similar to you. You have a couple of daughters, and yeah. uh, so here we are. Oh, that's great. You know, Rob, uh, <clears throat> after getting to know you and reading your article about DISC, uh, I thought it would be a good takeoff point for our podcast, hopefully one of several. So I'm going to dive right in here. Uh, <clears throat> specifically, uh, what is the DISC system, uh, and, and what actually does it measure? The, the DISC system, well, first of all, let me say what I like about it, Wes, and why I was drawn to it. It's, that a, it's a very simple system. I like simple. Anyway, so what it is, it's an assessment of external observable behaviors. And a couple of things that it measures, it measures our emotional needs and our areas that, our main areas of focus. So basically the disc, there's four observable behaviors and each one goes along with the D, the I, the S, and the C. So that's basically what it is. So it measures our needs and it measures our focus. 
Do you want me to go into them a, a little bit and, and tell you about each one? Yeah, let me ask you first. No, absolutely. But how did you first hear about DISC? And, and what led you to get involved with it? Well, in my private practice in the early earlier years, Wes, I had a desire to help my patients achieve maximum oral health. And so I was trained through with Peter Dawson. So I, my skills were at a very good level, but my verbal skills were not. And what I was finding, Wes, was that I was not, I was, I was frustrated. I wasn't having much success with treatment acceptance. And here's what I was doing. I was doing everything to follow the golden rule. The golden rule says, treat others the way you want to be treated. And so I was giving every patient that came through the door a comprehensive exam using technical terms, giving them lots of details. And for some of them, it was right up their alley. But for a lot of them, I mean, the word I use, Wes, is I basically waterboarded everybody with lots of information <laughs> because <laughs> that's how I was wired and I thought that's what they wanted. Well, how silly was that? And um, so that's what led me to the disc. And I first heard about it through uh, Dental Boot Camp, Walter Haley's Dental Boot Camp. And that's where I learned it. And I was so excited. So I went out there first to Kerrville, Texas. And Walter Haley, he was a, what a motivating guy he was. But he basically said, you, Dennis, he said, I want you to remember first and foremost that not everybody thinks like you. You've got to start thinking outside of your box. And he said, instead of using the golden rule, he said, I want you to use the modified golden rule that says, you got to figure out how your patient thinks and you want to treat them the way they want to be treated. Well, Wes, that was a huge eye opener for me. And uh, that's how it all began. It began with Walter Haley's boot camp. I went out there first with my wife and then I brought my entire team out there because I was so excited about this new awareness that I had, this new system um, that could help me better express myself and communicate not only with myself, but with my team and also with my patients. It was, it was a game changer. And so that's why I'm so passionate about it now. Interesting. Uh, I just took it personally at a course with Dr. Robert Pick, who's a periodontist and lecturer. He came to our study club. So I have a little bit of background for this and it is fascinating. So the major benefit for you then was really kind of uh, speaking the same language as your patient and, and communicating at, at their level and not so much at your high-tech level. That's exactly right. So what it did, it did two things for me. First of all, it increased my awareness that other people don't think like you and that other people's needs are different than yours. And so, for example, uh, when I would chat with a patient, I would be able to assess what was most important to them just through their behavior. So let me give you an example. The best way I can describe this is to um, use personalities that are out there to, as an example for each one. So let's say Donald Trump was my first patient of the morning. 
would I, I would treat Donald Trump with bullets, get him in, get him out, be on time, keep it short and sweet so he could get back to his tweets. So that I would <laughs> just, just give him bullets and treat him very quickly. The driving personality, they're on to the next thing. They may be texting while they're in the chair. So someone like that, even though my personality is wired to give ad nauseum details, I would not do that for him because I would lose him. So that's, that's the driver personality. Now, contrast to that, let's say my second patient, Wes, was Mr. Rogers. You remember Mr. Rogers, the show on PBS, the kids show? Mr. Very Fred well. Rogers. Yeah. Very well. So I would, the way I would gear my presentation or treatment with Mr. Rogers would be very calmly and very quietly. The, and he is the sustainer personality. He is the steady Eddie, the S personality. And so I would make sure that he was comfortable. I would periodically say, Fred, how are you doing? Or maybe giving him a little tap on the arm just as reassurance. Are you doing okay? Just to let keep him comfortable, let him know that I cared about him deeply. So that's just a couple of examples on how I would modify my behavior depending upon who I was, I was working with. So that's one of the benefits of understanding the DISC. Interesting. Uh, can you, uh, Rob, briefly describe each behavioral style so that the members listening in are familiar with the GISC? Sure. sure, I'd be happy to do that. So the D, so what we're looking at here, Wes, in the system is we're looking at observable behaviors, what we see. And there's two parts that, that go along with that. It's, so you're looking at their observable behaviors, but also along with that is what does that person focus on and what do they need most in their life? So in other words, how do I need to treat them when I'm with them? So for example, a D stands for the dominant personality. And I just mentioned uh, uh, President Trump as being a dominant personality. And their, folk, their main focus is on solving problems. And so their needs are to be in control and be in charge. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm gonna treat them quickly I'm going to give them bullets because they don't have time for all the details. I might even ask them with the deal personality. I ask them often. I said, I have a lot of information to share with you. Would you like the details or shall I just give you the, the bottom line? And I know right off the bat, they're going to say, just doc, just hit me with the bottom line. So that's the dominant personality. They tend to be fast paced and focused on tasks. And they'll often come in with their cell phones and they'll, as I said, they'll be texting or reading emails and getting ready for the next thing on their list. So that's the D personality. The I personality stands for influence. So the observable behavior uh, with the I personality is that they are really focused on people. They will be chatting it up in the reception room. They will, they may perhaps be dressed uh, if, they may be dressed with a, I use the term bling. They are, their, their main focus is on people and they like being the, the center of attention. If I could use a celebrity example for an influencer, Robin Williams would be my top pick. 
And if a Robin Williams was coming into my chair, well, oftentimes the influence is they're going to be late. So a strategy for them, because they're busy chatting with people wherever they go. So the, a strategy for someone with the eye personality would be schedule them 15 minutes before their time. So if their appointment is at 10 o'clock, give them the 945 appointment. And, uh, and knowing that their needs are for approval or being the, being the center of attention, but they're really the people person. They would be an ideal greeter at your, uh, at your front desk when somebody walks through the door. They just love people and thrive on, um, on that environment. So that's the influencers. So they, they're people-focused, and they tend to be fast-paced, too. You think about Robin Williams and, and how he could just spout off uh, all the jokes and, and the, uh, and the, and the one-liners in his acting career. So that's the influencer. S stands for steadiness, and their focus is on pace. And the way I like to remember the S personality is the steady Eddie, and I use the example of Robin Williams. Their needs are for routine. They like things the same. So for example, if you have someone who has an S personality on your team, Wes, if you are gonna introduce change in, into your practice and you wanna bring your team in on that change, you have to sit down with the steady Eddie ahead of time and explain to them the reasons for this change because they don't like change. They like, they're the behind the scenes kind of person. If you ask them to do something for help, like, um, oh, maybe prepare a, a luncheon for, for the team. They, they oftentimes, would love, they're, they're behind the scenes. They love to do things like that. Hygienists are often S personalities. They're very caring, they're very loving. They tend to ask questions of you first before talking about themselves. So that's the, that's the S personality. And then the C stands for conscientious. And they're all about procedures. So they are task-oriented and they tend to be slower paced. And a lot of dentists, Wes, we tend to be Cs. We tend, we, we tend to be analytics. We like data. We like standards. We like systems. We like information. That's the conscious, that's the C personality. So D-I-S-C. That's, that's a, that's the summary. Okay. Now I have a question. <clears throat> Can you yeah. be a, uh, a C and have a kind of a minor in uh, say S or I or be a D and have a, a minor personality or minor uh, character of, of another letter? Do you have to be yes, uh, assigned or pigeonholed or can you be a hybrid? No, no, and that's the thing. We wanna be careful of pigeonholing, but yes, and actually we're all hybrid. So when you take the DISC assessment, it's going to give you a uh, intensity of each one of those styles. and. Wes, you could be all four. You could have a moderate intensity of all four styles. But yes, we are not all pure. Uh, most of us are a combination of all of them at different intensities. But if you look at the top two intensities, it's very, so oftentimes uh, uh, 
a D, uh, uh, someone who is a driver and an influencer. Yes, those two will go together. So, yes, we're often a combination of the two. But here's the thing. When we're put under pressure, the one uh, attribute that is of the highest intensity usually shines through. So you may be a combination. So let's say, Wes, in your case, that you are a, sustain, a sustainer and an analytical. So let's say you're the SC. When you're placed under pressure, and I'm just using this hypothetically, your S will shine through. So if you're in a confrontational type situation, the S personality tends to retreat. So yes, we are often not, we are not purely one or the other. We are a combination of all four, just of different levels of intensity. Okay, so I can see how this can uh, better help you lead your team. So my question is, if we did this, uh, this exercise, as I did in Dr. Pick's course, uh, and we find out we're kind of like a, you know, a, a scrambled egg, an omelet of different, of different letters. I've got a D, I've got an I, I've got an S, I've got a C. How do they, how do they get along? How do they, how do the gears turn, you know, among four different uh, personality types like that? Now, are you talking about the individual? The staff. Versus... In other words, I, I think I have oh. a D and an I at the front desk, and I yeah. have a uh, an S as a, a chair side. Uh, my hygienist probably is a C. So we have a whole stew of different personality yeah. types. So if we use yeah. DISC to assign a letter to us, to a personality style, then what is, yeah. your, what is your thinking about how do you make the gears turn so they don't, they don't clash? So here's, here's, here, here is the, the, the main point of all this, is that who we are, we bring our gifts to the dental practice. And the whole idea of using something like a DISC assessment, Wes, is to put a person in, an, in a job or a task where they can use their strength. So let me first talk about where, they, where, where, where you put them. So for an example, someone who has a high dominant personality They'd be a good administrator. They would be a good person to um, go over financial arrangements. They would be a good person to collect money. They might not be the best person to greet a person as they come through the front desk, but they're a take charge, get it done kind of person. The, so the beauty of the disc is that each individual First is the awareness, the awakening that, oh, not everybody thinks like me. But with a team, you know, they'll look at, say you have a dental assistant who's a driver. Aaron, I love the way you get things done. Boom, boom, boom. I just love. So there's an appreciation for one another versus, oh, well, why do you think like that? You always are rushing. What's going on here? So that awareness allows you to zig and zag with one another, kind of like a dance, if you will. But the steady Eddie, the D might be able to say to the steady Eddie, hey, you know, we need you to pick it up a little bit. Or the steady Eddie might say to the D, 
the one who has the driver personality, hey, you know, you've really got to tone that down a little bit. You're really kind of steamrolling everybody. So what I found with my team is the, the biggest benefit was the awareness that, hey, you know, wait a minute, that's why you think, that's why you think like that. Well, and you know, I'm looking at that, and that's not all that bad. And I see how we can help, help one another out. You can greet the patient at the front desk, the person who has the influencing personality, who totally loves people, who thrives on people, and then I will handle the appointments, I will handle the financial arrangements, I will deal with the um, changes in the schedule, I will deal with the follow-up on the insurance, that'll be my gist. The influencer, you're just gonna help with the people side of things. And if someone, needs a little bit of empathy or a little bit of hand-holding, I'm gonna call on you, because that's your strength. Does that answer your question, Wes? It does, <laughs> so it's almost like the disc assessment is the grease for the, for the gears turning. It allows the gears to turn in synchrony and harmony and, uh, and, and not you know, get jammed up and screech, so I like that. Uh, my other question, uh, Rob, is uh, did you, or would you recommend, or not, uh, having uh, your your team uh, actually evaluate the patients and assign a letter to better understand what they might need uh, on the way in, in the chair, and on the way out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you want to, the whole idea is to modify our spots. So in other words, when I say modify our spots, we know who we are. So as I mentioned, with DISC, it's an awareness. I know that I'm a, I tend to be a D. I can be a, just give me the bullet. But if I have someone in the chair who is a C, who is conscientious, I need to give them lots of details. And when I'm with them, I need to ask them, what questions? we've gone over everything are there any other additional questions that you might have and inevitably the one who is the C personality or the conscientious where their focus is their needs for data and standards that that speaks their language they love it and I might say something to them like I've just presented a lot of information to you what are your thoughts at this point? I'm sensing that you might need some time to digest this. Yes, you're absolutely right. Shall we reconnect in say a week or so? How does that sound to you? Oh, that sounds great. So we modify our spots to meet our patients in their world. Again, it's the modified golden rule that says, treat others the way they wanna be treated. So we have to modify our spots, it's kind of like a chameleon. And when I've, when I've taught this to local dental societies, local groups, and they go, well, isn't that manipulation? That was, that was something that came up with, so they're totally like, wow. And I said, well, no, it isn't. So let me ask you, a, so I've said to them, let me ask you a question. Let's say you traveled to Mexico, and the message that you're asking is, can you help me get a taxi to my hotel? That is the message that you want to convey. 
chances are your message will come through more clearly if you're able to speak Spanish. So you haven't changed your, the, the gist of your message, I need to get a taxi to the hotel. All you've done is you've changed your language. Now the person who you're speaking with understands your language and can then respond to you in a way that, that they understand. That's kind of a simple analogy of what I'm trying to explain, but it's really the connecting part of things, Wes. We want to connect with our patients in a way that meets their needs, that addresses what's important to them or their focus. And there are two things. So our job is to modify our spots. Well, first of all, we have to know who we are, but then we have to be able to evaluate what they're like. And here's, here's how I break it down simply. You look at their pace and you look at their priority. So what do I mean by pace? Well, if a patient comes in and they tend to be slower in their speech or slower in their mannerisms, that gives you information about their personality. The slower paced personalities tend to be the steady ones and the conscientious ones. The other thing you look at is what are their priorities? Do they seem to be more focused on tasks? Like are they checking their emails or their lists? Or, hey, you know, how, can you get me in quickly because I've got uh, a car appointment uh, in an hour? Are they focused on people or are they focused on tasks? And so the task people, those tend to be the conscientious ones and the drivers versus the ones that are people-focused. That's your sustainers, that's your steady eddies and your influencers. So all you need to do is modify your pace and modify uh, whether they're task or people-oriented and, you, and you'll start to connect. So I know that there may seem like some complexity like this, but it's really just getting into their world, making them feel comfortable, focusing on what's important, most important to them. Does that Rob, make sense? It makes absolute sense. Uh, it reminds yeah. me a lot of what I learned when I did my time down at Panky too, but this is obviously a uh, uh, assessment system and that was more aligned yeah. with their philosophy. I could also see how this could really be very beneficial when you're hiring a person for you know, a position in your office to really get to know where how they are aligned, you know, uh, exactly. and then be, being able to best fit them into the practice. So it would be a tremendous tool. Yes. And so if you put someone, so would you agree with me that probably the toughest job in the office is the front desk administrator office, the ones that are on the phone, all the time. That's not. I don't mean to discredit any other position in a dent or the the importance of any other member of a dental team. But that front desk position, that administrative position, that's a hot seat, and you have to be able to think on your feet, and it's fast paced. I mean, think about it. That phone rings. The person's calling at the last minute. They want to reschedule their appointment. Well, you've got to use some verbal skills to help them understand that, you know, it might be in your best interest to, to keep that appointment. 
So there can be some intensity there. So if you put a sustainer in that position, chances are that's not going to work because that's not uh, within their comfort zone. But if you put someone who is a combination of a driver and an influencer in that position, they're 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 gonna they're gonna eat it up. Or a driver and an analytic, someone who is very detail oriented. Again, that personality style might be best suited for the front area. Those of us who work side by side with patients and you, where you have to extend empathy. Well, you would want them to have a lot of the people skills that go along with that. And that tends to be more of the influencing style or the, the steadiness style, the ones who, are who can comfort a patient and, and just really get into their, into their world, kind of a mothering, kind of a nurturing type of personality. So putting them in the right spot, the, the disc really helps with that. So when we interview people for jobs, we're not only assessing their technical skills, and I think early on I was just looking at, well, can they do the job, not what is their heart? What, what environment would they thrive in? Because if they thrive, the team thrives, and the practice thrives. So yeah, it's great for helping uh, with hiring of individuals. Rob, we're almost out of time. I could go another half an hour, but we're oh my gosh, Wes, this just flew by. I've had a ball. <laughs> I told you it would. You know, uh, quick question, uh, thirty yeah. seconds. Uh, what yeah. What do you say to dentists who want to get involved with DISC? How do they uh, How do they get involved with DISC? Well, first of all, uh, they could call me, and I would spend thirty minutes minutes with them, a complimentary interview, and just find out what their what their needs are. But the first part of all this is to take the assessment, and it's a 30-question assessment. And I would have the – usually when I do it, Wes, I either have the dentist take it first, and then we have a discussion. And, but it's essential that everybody on the dental team takes it. And then we gather together, and we go over this assessment, which, Wes, it's 37 pages. Now, we don't go into each one, but I hit the highlights on what's most important. And then we look at each individual, each person's strengths, and we create what I call the DISC power team. But it's not, you know, it's already, it's already there. And when I look at dental teams, they're a mixture. They're, they're a mix. It's amazing to me how often I see that you have every personality style already on a team. You don't even know it. And when I see that, I call that a beautiful thing. Imagine having we a full team full of. We, well, we it's have a, a disc right here. Isn't it a beautiful thing? It, it because rolls you can every help day. Each other it just out. rolls along. Yes, it, it is a beautiful thing. Because it we is can't a beautiful all thing. be good at the same at everything, and so where one where one is stronger, another one might not be as strong. But guess what? Where you're weak, they are stronger, and you can support one another. That's the beauty of all this. I see them, well, I'll help you with that, or being able to speak truthfully into their lives, like, hey, you know, you really got to tone it down a little bit, or, hey, you got to pick it up, pick up the pace a little bit. Yeah, you're right. So, anyways, it's, a, it's, 
it's just the best. And here's the other thing is when your team is on fire, when they get along, your practice production goes up. It's amazing when you have a happy team and you're happy and people are connecting. It's, it's energy. I call, I have three words, Wes. I'll leave you with three words. It's called identify, modify, and electrify. Well, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> identify. Identify who you are and then identify who, who the gifts of the people that you're working with. Identify and then modify so that when you're with somebody, enter into their world. Modify who you are. If they talk slowly, talk slowly. If they need a lot of detail, give them a lot of detail. If they just need bullets, give them bullets. And so that's the identify, modify, and the electrify is the excitement that occurs when you're connecting with people. That light bulb goes off. It's like plugging it into electrical outlet. Like, oh my goodness, isn't this great? I feel like I'm, I'm really connecting with this person. And then the excitement is that when they say yes to your, the treatment recommendations, well, that's, that's, that's a home run. Rather than expect them not to connect, you, you present treatment and, they, and here's, here's what I started to hear. That makes total sense to me. Wow, thank you for explaining things to me so clearly. So it's, for me, it's, if, if, I were, if I had a team, I would, I would start there. If I wanted to really build my team and create understandings, amongst each individual and, and get everyone on fire, this is where I would start. Well, Rob, I'm electrified, okay? <laughs> After 30 minutes, <laughs> I'm on fire here too. So oh, we have to pass out to the members. I, I so appreciate you coming on. But we have to pass out to the members how to reach you because this, is, this sure. could be a win-win-win for the patient, the team, and the doctor. So how can, how yeah. can the members reach you to uh, work yeah, on DISC? Yeah, well, it absolutely is a win-win-win. There's three ways they can uh, contact me. Wes, they can visit my website, which is www.dynamicdentalcom.com, or they can email me at contact at dynamicdentalcom.com, or they can call me on the phone, and the number is 603. 215-5496. But if they visit, the, if they choose to visit the website, they'll see lots of information on DISC. I have lots of articles on it. They can check it out first if they need to uh, before they uh, give me a call. But I love helping teams get on board because it goes right along with the Panky philosophy, which is know yourself, know your patient, know your work, and apply your knowledge. And I'm telling you, Wes, it works. So I'm very excited. I have no doubt. Rob, I really enjoyed this, uh, this conversation. And uh, to deliver this to the membership is, is just, you know, it's uh, a fabulous thing. So thank you for your time, your energy, enthusiasm, and information. And I will be in touch with you. We're going to do it in our office. Thank you, Wes. And it was, a, it was an honor and a pleasure to, to speak with you.